2: I'm kind of in the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start sequence. Five, four, three, two, one.
3: And now,
4: Christian Tom. Rocks. Get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now, here's your host, Richie L.
5: i got a couple of websites for you, ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or ChristianTalkThatRocks.com. My email address is TalkToRichieL at gmail.com, T-A-L-K-T-O-R-I-C-H-I-E-L at gmail.com, TalkToRichieL at gmail.com. There's several ways to get this broadcast in podcast format and location. Here's a handful, Pandora, Spotify, Apple. Uh, Let's see, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Deezer, Stitcher, just to name a few. Flagship station, WMVA, The Gold Rush, which can be found at WMVARadio.com, Odyssey.com, Radio.net. And we broadcast Friday's show on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern. Newest affiliate, Net News Network, at NetNewsNetwork.net, where uh, hopefully this evening's or this afternoon show will be up there this evening, actually. Also, Thunderous Radio, Thunderous Radio, or actually live broadcast, I should say, this show, Monday through Friday, a uh, little after 2 p.m., 2.06-ish, or give or take there, uh, to about 4 p.m. Eastern, that's East Coast time, and again, uh, that is Thunderous Radio, you can search them, you can find them or locate them, just search them at radio.net, streamiter.com. Or MyTuner.com Again, Radio.net com, And MyTuner.com It just seems like The the whole Joe Biden classified Document story just every day Keeps growing a new set of legs Now we learn today Just a little while ago actually That apparently the DOJ Or at least a couple of folks from the DOJ Did accompany the lawyers Into the house of Joe Biden. Now he's got his White House counsel that's in there. They've caught some criticism for that because, well, what kind of clearance these White House lawyers have? I can tell you that they have some. You're not going to be a lawyer to the president and not have some clearance because you've got to look at certain things to help the president out. I mean, that just comes with, with the uh, territory. However, how high up does that clearance go? And, and would these documents be of such a high classification that these lawyers would not be able to look at them? Maybe that's why a couple of DOJ boys went in there, gals, went in there with them. I don't know. Everybody is just speculating right now because we don't really know. The most transparent presidency in the history of mankind is being about as clear as mud on a lot of this stuff. Kareem the Spin Machine, Jean-Pierre, can't get her story straight. Now she's just pretty much, I'll refer you to the DOJ. I stand by what I said. There's nothing more for me to say. Talk to the DOJ. Next question. And she's getting peppered by a lot of news agencies, not just uh, Peter Ducey from Fox News. It's, it's a lot of folks now kind of kind of getting into some testy exchanges with her where well, she makes little smart remarks like, do you hear what you're saying? Do, 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 you, do you hear what you're asking? Yeah, I think they do. They asked why they asked it. So Kareem the spin machine, Jean Pierre, is in full-blown spin mode or avoidance mode, really. She just won't answer the questions in some cases. Well, if it's not in the notebook, she can't she can't talk about it. And this has been going on now for a number of days. So she's not doing them any favors. I would contend that she is one of the if perhaps not the worst White House press secretary in modern times. There's been some doozies, but boy, she's up there. <laughs> if if not in fact absolutely the worst. So we now have because you know Obama's been He's been kind of silent on all this. Hasn't really said a whole lot. President Obama hasn't, his former boss, uh, Uncle Joe's former boss, kind of had not said too much. Have you noticed that? Been a little on the quiet side. A little on the quiet side. Well, one of Obama's former ethics chiefs is now speaking out. In fact, he's blasting Uncle Joe for retaining classified documents. This is being reported by Chris Enlow of TheBlaze.com. Walter Schaub, ethics chief in the Obama administration, called out President Joe on Tuesday for improperly retaining classified documents. Biden, according to Schaub, demonstrated an inexcusable neglect of the most basic security protocols. Still, Schaub downplayed the seriousness of Biden's actions by drawing a comparison to former President Donald Trump. Because, you know, if, if Biden goes out and, uh, and drowns a bunch of kittens. Well, there's a good reason for it. So don't question him. If Donald Trump does it, well, he's the Antichrist, of course, you see. So there's still that little double standard. And of course, he's reinforcing the narrative that it's nothing like Trump's deliberate refusal to return classified records demanded by the National Archives, Shaw told Fox News. But Biden's own retention of classified records reflects an inexcusable neglect of the most basic security protocols. Okay, so if, if If Trump uh, hangs on to records for a few years, well, that's just absolutely inexcusable. Donald Trump does it. Well, it's irresponsible, but, you know, not quite as bad, but still pretty bad. Okay. Shaw, moreover, uh, knocked the White House for not disclosing the second discovery of classified documents. So how about the third and the fourth one? (laughs) Those at Biden's private Wilmington, Delaware, residence when it admitted to the first discovery at Biden's private office in Washington. That would be the the, uh, Penn Biden Center. Biden's private attorneys allegedly discovered the first batch of documents on November the 2nd and the second batch on December the 20th. But when they discovered the uh, the first last Monday, they neglected to mention the second. Then, of course, uh, Saturday, apparently a few more were, were found. And now we found them, what, four different places by my last count? I mean, who knows where else they're, they're at? But the fact that the White House didn't mention that records were found in more than one location when first asked about them was a breach of trust with the public and a self-inflicted wound. Well, no kidding, because the most, transparent, the most transparent presidency in all of human history was not quite forthcoming and very transparent, were they? Of course not. Schaub also added that he is glad that Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel, former U.S. Attorney Robert Herr, to investigate Biden, but claimed it is unlikely that Biden is at risk of any legal consequences. Well, how does he know? Has he seen what's what's in there? Who knows? Now, what crimes could be on the table? While the Justice Department has said nothing about criminal charges, the unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents is a federal crime punishable by up to five years in prison. Watergate prosecutor Nick Ackerman explained on Tuesday that Biden could be free and clear because... The statute of limitations for unauthorized retention of classified documents is five years. It has been six years since Biden left office as vice president. Well, but yeah, now he's president, though. He's been president for two years of that, so I don't know. How does that work out? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. However, it's not clear when the documents found improperly in Biden's possession were retained. Neither is it clear what the motive was for the retention and subsequent failure to return the documents. So there's just all kinds of Questions. Uh, Knowing how things work in modern-day Washington D.C., I doubt there will be any significant consequences or charges coming at Biden on this. I doubt. Could be wrong. I doubt. And you know what? I doubt the same in Trump too. In in a way, this was almost a gift to Trump because now there's going to be. Wait a minute! You can't slam on him. For retaining documents as president. And here's a vice president slipping stuff out. Uh, How how can you let Biden go but pound in on him? So that's going to be the argument. And it's a fair argument. So I doubt that after this, either one of these guys is going to have a whole lot of legal issues. Is my guess. That more than likely yeah there'll be some hay made over this, but more than likely nothing's going to happen to the orange man, and nothing's going to happen very much, to Uncle Joe, in regards in regards to these classified documents, the so most that might happen might be some sanctions, but uh otherwise, I just don't think that uh I just don't think much is going to happen they they they, they can't. They can't do something to Trump and not to Joe. It's just, it's not going to fly. And they know it. They know it. The public outcry and the outrage will just be too it they, they know it. So, <laughs> Trump's kind of off the hook, <laughs> I think. And um, Joe Biden will be off the hook. Give it a few more weeks, months, whatever. Uh, unless there's really something just, I mean, bombshell there somewhere now the special counsel i'm not saying uh, biden can breathe easy because as we know and have seen historically special counsels once they start poking around you know they if they find something over here well they're going to look at that and then if that leads to something over here well they're going to look at that and then if that leads to something over here then they're going to look at that and if that leads to... so you know they kind of worm their way through a person's life <laughs> and then they find various things this is how they operate you know as the clintons this is how they operate. They start at a point A and wind up over here at point Z somewhere, which is not what they originally were even brought into something for. Some kind, in, in some cases. So, uh, the Biden administration is not exactly breathing easy over that. If this guy is uh, th- this uh, her guy is uh, aggressive. Unless they're just sort of a milk toast. If they're a milk toast, then yeah, probably not much to worry about. But if they're a little more aggressive, a little more gung-ho as a special counsel, mm, they might start poking around some other areas of the Biden world. And those could turn up some pretty messy things. That could even lead them straight over towards Hunter Biden. And whatever kinds of business deals that, uh, and there were some, between Hunter Biden and his partners, this one and that one and Uncle Joe. By the way, we got a little story for him to share after a while. Apparently, Frank, Frank Biden's been capitalizing on Joe's presidency. Frank's brother apparently been had been capitalizing and doing some things and some deals based on Brother Joe. Legal or illegal, who knows? That's the whole thing. Nobody knows. More Christian talk that rocks straight ahead. Stay close.
4: More talk continues next with Richie
6: L. More Christian talk that rocks next. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99. Visit our website at suitcityusa.com that's suitcityusa.com suitcityusa.com Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville and Roanoke
4: you may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill a values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to
6: hire smart and bet on a vet.
4: To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit SaluteHeroes.org.
6: Now, the world's oldest living teenager,
5: your host, Richie L. Well, check around. There, there You never know where Uncle Joe might have left... Uh, a classified document just just check around if he's been at your house been in your town i want to check under the hotel bed i mean, who knows the, the nightstand by, beside the bed just double check just double check because these things are starting to pop up who knows you, you just you just can't be sure he's a little forgetful Little, little, little sloppy here. So, who knows? Who knows? Well, you've got um, now the um, because of this whole finding these documents at U Penn. All right, so now the House Oversight Committee is demanding transparency from U Penn at the Biden Penn Office on security and recent Chinese funding, which seems a little interesting. Coming from the Chai Com government, more or less. It's being reported by Wendell Hughes, Breitbart.com. Um, Republican James Comer, he's of the Oversight Committee now. The chairman is demanding, he demanded today transparency from the Penn-Biden Center on a wide range of concerns related to President Joe Biden's classified documents found sh- uh, stashed in the building, including the Center's security and sources of foreign funding. Some of which is allegedly coming from the Chai Coms. Just kind of curious. Does that parallel with uh, some of these business deals that Hunter did with the ultimately the Communist Chinese Party? Uh, actually, it was a, there was a, an actual business, but again, as I've shared on this show, you have to understand that larger corporations in China tend to have tentacles, big ones that come from the Chaicom government into the bowels of those organizations. That's how that works. That's the way it works in a communist nation. Okay, just because China has become a little more capitalistic doesn't mean it's become less communist.ic in that regard, I know it sounds like a an oxymoron there, but the way it works in communist regimes is that the the communist party, the communist party in charge of communist government, any significant corporate type of um, activity, they've got their tentacles in, they've got interest in. That's the way it works in a fascist country. That's that's really your your casework definition of fascism. All right. It's, in essence, government-run and controlled businesses, at least to some extent. And I mean way controlled. That's how that works. And it's important to understand that anybody that does business with a significant-sized Chinese company, they're, in essence, by default, whether they realize it or not, to some extent, doing business with the ChaiCom government. That's how that works. It's almost like the mob. It's worse than the mob in some ways. But that's how fascism works, okay? That is, the, that is your working definition of fascism. Now, since Biden assumed office, University of Pennsylvania has reportedly received donations worth about 52 million bucks from anonymous sources, including from China. Now, this is raising concerns of compromised national security. In a letter to Biden Penn Center, Comer demanded that the organization come clean about the source of at least $54 million donated from Chinese Communist Party-linked individuals and entities between 2014 and 2019. Comer also demanded all documents related to the Chinese donations, a list of Chinese donors, a list of all center employees, a list of individuals who had key card access to the building, and visitor logs of everyone with whom Biden met at the center. And frankly, that's what the DOJ and the FBI should be asking for, but who knows? The building that housed the office space of President Joe Biden's former institute, the Penn Biden Center, is, um, which it sits there at the corner of Constitution and Louisiana Avenue, so it's not really that far from the White House, just a little skip and a jump. So we're visitors at the White House kind of taking a skip and a jump over there to the center all these years? Who knows? Uh, and in fact, Comer asked the senator to respond to his inquiries no later than February the 1st. In addition to the funding, before 2019, UPenn has received 51 million in foreign donations since Biden's inauguration. The Washington Free Beacon reported that, that about 15 million has come in from anonymous donors in China and Hong Kong. Along with 2.4 million in anonymous donations from Saudi Arabia. Now, Comer outlined who might have improperly had access to the classified information, including at least 10 people at the Penn-Biden Center, who later became senior Biden administration officials, interestingly enough, including Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Call, financial disclosures filed with the Office of Government Ethics reveal UPenn paid these Biden associates between $79,000 and $208,000 for whatever they were doing there. And what were they doing there? Who knows? I'm telling you, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, if you want a good-paying job, get some cushy job in the D.C. or else you got to move to Northern Virginia or Southern Maryland first. They get you some cushy job in some think tank somewhere, allegedly, doing God knows what, working for some former VP or president or hoo-ha that's in the government, and you'll make a pretty good little clean salary there. For, for heaven knows, doing what? Shuffling some papers? Making a couple of phone calls? Playing solitaire on your computer? Who knows? Quote, the committee is concerned. Top UPenn officials offered lucrative foreign-funded salaries to President Biden's closest political allies to secure senior posts in a future Biden administration, and foreign actors funded those salaries to influence a future government. The letter continued. Comer also noted Joe Biden might have met with his family business partners at the center, probably, and give the members of the family business access to the classified material. See this is where Now here's where this thing may grow legs and may start veering into the whole Hunter Biden thing. And all those little deal, deals, business deals that Joe said he knew nothing about conveniently. You see in his and it depends again how aggressive this special counsel will be, how long of a leash he's got on him. Typically special counsels can do a lot. But if this special counsel starts investigating this and then finds, you know, something else, then finds out, okay, well, these people were here. Okay, well, business deals were conducted here. Okay, well, Hunter Biden may have seen something. Okay, well, see, it just starts kind of, it's just the dominoes begin to fall. And, they, and and one, you uncover one thing, and then that leads to another uncovering, which leads to another uncovering, which leads to another uncovering, which leads to something else over here. And then that goes back to this thing over here. This is how it happens with these special counsels. That's why they've got to be very nervous right now at the White House that there is a special counsel assigned. And Merrick Garland really didn't have much choice. So this is where I think there may be future problems. Not so much in the fact that documents were perhaps, it looks like, mishandled and not stored where they should have been. But that what else that might lead to. You see what else that might springboard from. Again, depending on how aggressive this special counsel is. They're not very aggressive. Well, probably nothing to worry about. If this special counsel person, uh, if this uh, Mr. Her is very aggressive, then we could be looking at uh, some pretty fuzzy stuff here. And this is what Comer, I think, is alluding to. And uh, he said, This level of access and opportunity raises questions about who had access to classified documents found at the Penn Biden Center. It's imperative to understand whether any Biden family members or associates gained access to the classified docs while stored at the Penn-Biden Center. So we'll see what Penn, uh, what you, Penn, coughs up or what the Penn-Biden Center administrators cough up or whatever. If anything, we'll see what happens. I I, I would imagine, again, I don't know because I don't know how aggressive the special counsel uh, individual is going to be, Mr. Her is going to be, but I would imagine... That special counsel, her, was, would probably demand similar types of things. That seems reasonable, but I don't know. This could just be all for show. And it's all said and done, because we've seen that before as well. So who knows? Who knows? If you're sitting back thinking, aha. Aha. Uh-huh. Now we're going to find out what's really going on. Well, maybe. Hopefully. But don't hold your breath. <laughs> I do believe. I do believe that in time, it's all going to come out. Whether it's because of this or something else, I don't know. I believe in time it will. All this stuff is going to come out. Uh, it's just a question of when and how. Back with more. <laughs>
7: Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the five loves of a Jesus freak. Write them down. Hide them in your heart. Here they are. Love God. Love his word. Love your enemies. Love your neighbor. Love truth. Sound easy? Not likely. If all that does come too easy for you, you're probably not working hard enough. On the other hand, these five loves should become second nature to any authentic Jesus freak if you let God's grace soften your heart. One more time, love God, love his word, love your enemies, love your neighbor, love truth. Amen. Jesus Freaks
8: Radio is brought to you by DC Talk, the voice of the martyrs, and this station.
6: Welcome to Truth Today. What did God instruct mankind to do when Adam and Eve arrived on the earth? To take care of the earth, replenish it, name the animals. O God, the nations have come into your inheritance. Your holy temple they have defiled. They have laid Jerusalem in heaps. The dead bodies of your servants they have given as food for the birds of the heavens. The flesh of your saints to the beasts of the earth. How long, O Yahweh, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, and on the kingdoms of the earth that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling places. That's the reason of God's coming kingdom, and he's coming soon. This has been Truth Today. The message from Truth Today has been brought to you by the Yahweh Church of God in Martinsville, Virginia. Call 276-340-8762.
5: So it's just not the uh, son Hunter Biden that's been kind of using the Biden name, Biden Inc., if you will, to do some things. Frank, his bro, Frank Biden, apparently has uh, done some things. Being reported by Wendell Hughes, Breitbart.com. Frank Biden apparently peddled White House influence during Joe Biden's presidency. President Joe's younger brother, Frank, peddled White House influence during Joe Biden's presidency. That, according to a CNN report, which I'm going to let you hear a clip of in just a moment, that indicates the Biden family business remains operational ever since and even since Joe Biden was elected as president. So apparently there's still some things going on, or at least two separate occasions. On at least two separate occasions, uh, Frank Biden publicly cited Joe Biden as a means by which he has influence, despite holding no government position or relation to the White House, other than by having the same last name as the president and being a sibling. In October, Frank Biden spoke to in Venice, Italy, as the keynote speaker at a BioSig Technologies conference about the future of global health care. BioSig Technologies is a health technology company. Trip was not paid for by Frank Biden who refused to disclose close a financer. Somebody else paid for it, but I don't know. His speech included advice on how lobbyists could influence American policy. CNN reported the instance of influence peddling. The speaker was not a doctor, nor did he have an extensive background in health care, global or otherwise, but Francis W. Frank Biden did have something else, a brother in the White House. In his speech, Frank Biden talked about his family and his brother's cancer initiative that, according to attendees, uh, following his remarks, the leader of a trade group who attended the event promptly posted a video from Venice informing members he represents that he'd spoken with Frank Biden about their efforts to lobby the federal government on Medicare reimbursement rules. president's brother, he told his members, had agreed to help. Okay, help how? Another case of Frank Biden's influence peddling also occurred in Baston. 2021 the year after joe biden was elected on behalf of the same company biosig technologies frank biden told health professionals at a dinner that he had a bully pulpit due to my brother joey cnn also reported at that event frank biden's uh, frank biden boasted of the bully pulpit that i have as a result of the privilege of being associated with my brother joey a new
7: year full of surprises but one thing is always predictable postage costs go up
5: I've had to do everything in my power to support you to get the job done, to get federal dollars to your research. The video of his speech now shows. Frank Biden's working history with bioSig technologies is unclear. According to the report, Frank Biden initially told CNN he had worked for the company for a year before reversing himself, claiming he never worked for the company, only that he gave BioSig technologies informal sales assistance informal sales assistance yeah well for how much money then that means you were working for him i I don't know this you know i think he's big a liar as his brother well i worked for him well no actually i didn't i just gave him some assistance well did you get paid because if you got paid then you worked for him i mean that's the way the tax man would look at it but you know i don't know i'm not a lawyer i'm not a tax attorney so i don't know i just play one on tv so i really don't know Biden family has had multiple instances of influence peddling, but none so recent as Frank Biden's, Hunter Biden. Frank Biden's nephew has repeatedly, of course, appeared to self inf- sell influence based on his reputation. Uh, let me repeat that. Sell influence. his at home, kids. Sell influence based on his relationship with his father, who has been an elected official for over 50 years. Over 50 years. That's a lot. That, that's a career politico. According to Breitbart News, senior contributor Peter Schweizer Hunter earned great sums of money from Ukraine, for which he offered no real work. Statement that the first hunter was profiting from peddling White House influence. In one of the most blatant cases, Hunter was paid 83000 bucks per month. Well, he had high rent to pay, didn't he? For his dad, uh, in 2017, to be on the board of Burisma. Hunter was appointed to the board of Burisma in 2014 with no prior experience in the energy sector or Ukraine. Hey, just come on in. You're Joe Biden's kid. Right? Come on in. We got a job for you. Okay, great. 2015, Joe Biden threatened to withhold $1 bucks from the Ukrainian government if the Ukrainian government did not fire the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma. 2017, Hunter's salary was cut in half when Joe Biden left the White House as then-Vice President. Well, because they didn't need Hunter as much since Dad was out of office, right? <laughs> so they cut his salary yeah you're not as important- you're not quite as worth what what you were to us so uh yeah since Dad's not in office yeah, we are gonna cut your salary a bit here we're gonna we're gonna cut that down substantially so uh you just uh you just run along now let me let you hear a little bit of the c n n clip but even um uh, even c n n is kind of starting to go hmm some not very many. But some in the main stink legacy, as they call it, media, I'll continue to call it the main stink media. Some of the main stinkers are now starting to go, hmm, not many, not many, but a few. are kind of going, huh, and starting to kind of poke around, take this whole Biden ink thing a little more seriously. Little bit more reporting, not not being overly aggressive, you know, he's still their guy in the White House, but there's things that they just can't quite ignore, so they're kind of taking it on a little bit and poking around just a little bit, at least to show that they sort of halfway care and aren't completely biased, although they pretty much are. So uh, they are starting to poke around and ask a few little questions, starting to get a little more aggressive with Corrine, the spinning machine, Jean-Pierre. You've seen a little bit of this with the exchange. You're getting a little more like, what's what's up here, Corrine? Of course, she's pushing back and getting snotty and testy, as her predecessor often did, too. And if it's not in the notebook, well, she doesn't know what's going on. So she just, you know, I've already talked about it. So that's it. Move on and nothing to see here. Let's ask about, uh, ask me some questions about Joe's, uh, President Biden's favorite flavor of ice cream. That's where we want to go let's share the clip from CNN. Kind of interesting.
2: But while Joe Biden swears by his name in politics, his son and two brothers spent years trying to benefit from the Biden name. It's all now the focus of a Republican-led congressional investigation.
6: We want to know what the Biden administration is trying to hide from the American people and why they are not being transparent. Republican Congressman
2: James Comer now chairs the House Oversight Committee and has set his sights on Joe Biden's son, Hunter. A mysterious laptop now in the hands of the FBI...
5: A mysterious laptop. The way they put that, this laptop was just mysterious. It just kind of, it just appeared mysteriously. No, when you are in a drunken, druggy stupor and you tear your stuff up, because he brought actually, according to John Paul McIsaac, three laptops in there. One was completely trashed, according to John Paul McIsaac. Uh, one just needed well, the keyboard quit working, so he loaned him like a, an external keyboard he can plug into it. And then the other one needed some significant repair. And it was real with viruses and stuff because, you know, when you tend to go to a lot of porn sites, they tend to dump, sometimes some of these porn sites will tend to dump uh, malware and viruses and, and uh, where that kind of scans what's on your computer and looks at your credit cards and everything else, puts that on on the computer. What the FBI forensic people could do, and I know they got the ability to do it. Uh, because I knew someone back in Austin, Texas, way back in the day, they developed a program that the FBI showed up at his house one night and wanted to know about and then paid him a ton of money to have him show them how to use it. <laughs> uh, you know, one of these just cottage industries where you, he and another guy just created this software. I won't go into what details what it was. But anyway, the, I, I do know the FBI has a re, has the ability to kind of reconstruct things that have been sort of deleted on your hard drive in many cases, depending on how they were deleted and And if something was put on your hard drive, who put it on there and kind of trace it back? Okay, they've got the ability to do that. I wonder if in um, poking around this hard drive, if the FBI has done that sort of deep analysis, I expect they probably have, and can maybe poke back to some stuff and, and find out who was putting what on the hard drive and then lean in on those companies, those probably illegal companies, and say, what did you pull off of this hard drive? Tell us, or you're all going to jail. Uh, you may be going to jail anyway, but you're really going to go to jail forever if you don't uh, cough up some info of what you pulled off of this hard drive. And then they say, well, okay, here's what we got, and here's you know, here's the account numbers, and here's this, and here's that, and blah, blah. They can do that. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, The FBI can do that sort of thing. Will they is a different question. Have they already done it, and they're sitting on it? Uh, who knows? Again, here's another sort of magical, mystical uh organization these days known as the fbi that kind of sits on things just like the doj and i presume the fbi sat on this whole uh document thing classified document thing we're gonna let that out before the midterm elections well that be would be that could be seen as election interference so we'll just shut up and kind of just kick back on this so again you know by default they've interfered with another election so to speak And when you get elections interfered with time and time and time and time again or attempts to interfere, as the case may be, you kind of start going, hmm, how many more of these elections can we, honest to God, have trust in? When people start not trusting the election system, Houston, we've got a big, big problem because this is how we choose those who govern over us, more or less and who they choose to go into bureaucracies that, you know, we don't vote for. This has a ricochet effect, okay? And this is why it's important, again, to get to the bottom of these things. This is why investigations are important. And the Republicans are going to have to learn to chew gum and walk at the same time if they don't already know how to do that. They've got a lot of things. They've got a lot of economic issues they've got to deal with. They've got uh, other kinds of... Legislative issues they got to deal with besides all this nonsense. They've got a lot on their plate. And I hope they don't ignore those other things by simply focusing on this. I'm not trying to diminish from the importance of all this stuff. But they need to be taking care of both. Hopefully they can and they will. Of course, they will be getting, for the most part, they'll be getting uh, pushback from the Senate every day. You can expect up Chuck Schumer to be looking down his granny glasses every day. Mm as he usually does, um, claiming outlandish things. And, that's his that's his shtick. That's all about he knows how to do. And he'll be doing that uh, ad nauseum, ad infinitum, pretty much every day, starting probably now, and on until the next election cycle. So, uh, you know, it'll be how horrible, of course, uh, the Republicans are. They're going to throw granny off the cliff. They're going to screw up Medicare and Medicaid. Everybody's going to lose their Social Security. Um, the government's going to go completely bankrupt, uh, the trust and faith, the federal government, the U S dollars all going to go away. Um, these are MAGA nuts, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, the script, he knows the script. He, he just, he's got it memorized. He just, he just has to go out there in front of a microphone from a bunch of press people and just say it and then walk away with his little smirky grin on his face. So we can see what, do I sound cynical? We can see what's coming. I just hope that Again, in spite of all the usual shenanigans and games, I hope and I pray because a lot of there was a lot of talk and but it's time to put money literally where mouth is. Okay, time to put money where mouth is. And if you listen to show any amount of time, you know, I'm not a Republican, not a big fan of them, even less fan of the Dems. I'm an independent. So it is. But you're going to talk the talk. You better walk the walk. If you're going to sit there and make all these promises, you better keep them. All right, because there's a lot of us watching, a lot of us watching, <laughs> and uh, we'll 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 hold some folks accountable. Uh, in the in the days ahead, I'm going to attempt. not how much luck i want to have because this show scares a lot of people. I'm, although I'm, I'm getting bombarded with a lot of people that want to be on. Um, but I'm going to attempt, I'm going to attempt, <laughs> see if I can maybe get a few of these folks on here, lower level, lower level guy that I am on the food chain. And, um, uh, and I've got a few in the past, but we'll see, uh, <clears throat> we'll see who we can get on. And, uh, I did have one lawmaker. He's now a lawmaker. He was just running for the gig at the time. Oh, about a year ago. Talk to him about, uh, and, and talk to him about the balanced budget, talk to him about the, um, uh, what, what's your plans for balancing uh, the budget? What's your plans for bringing down this national uh, federal government national debt that's up around $32 trillion? And he gave me a plan. We'll see. So I know they can't do crazy stuff because then it'll rule all the markets, but they've got to do something. I mean, I, I get that there's a fine threading of the needle here. I get the finessing that has to happen because otherwise you can crash a stock market if you're not careful. And then the Republicans will own the, this recession. Um, and they want to make sure that I think Biden owns this, and so they've got to be kind of careful here. I mean, they've got to walk a real fine line and sort of dance with the devil for a bit. I get that. I get that. I get. I get the politics of all this. I get the uh, finessing of all this. It has to happen. I'm not. I'm not naive. But a lot of big talk happened in the midterms, and a lot of big talk happened during the time of electing. Uh, McCarthy is Speaker. So let's see. But the investigations, yes, they do need to happen. It looks like they're hitting the ground running on those. So I am happy to see that. I just hope they don't neglect the other as well in the process because that's not going to look real good either. And they're not going to do so well in the next election cycle. Let's take a break. I don't really have a dog in the hunt, though, with either of these parties. I'd like to see a third and fourth party come along and put them both out of business, frankly. And a fifth and a sixth one we got more stay close
6: Screen cracked? Oh no! No problemo. Martinsville's premier store for all wireless repairs. Yes, it's Bo Knows Wireless, certified technician for service on iPhone, Android, iPad, and tablets. Yes, all phones, specializing in screen repairs. Bo has prepaid phones starting at $60 and unlimited prepaid services starting at just $30. They have carrier services on five different prepaid services from Verizon page plus total wireless net 10 and others if you want your phone right it's got to be done at bow nose wireless for repairs buy sell and trade it's bow nose wireless stop in at 1620 virginia avenue across from sports lane in martinsville call them at 638-6380 that's 638-6380 bow nose wireless
9: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Nose Wireless. Nose Wireless. Nose Wireless. Nose wireless. Nose wireless. Nose
4: wireless. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org.
5: There was a bit of a man on the street, kind of a a thing that uh, some folks at Fox did. They walked around d c district of Columbia and just asking folks who live in that town about the handling of these documents and uh, mishandling of the documents that uh, I guess that uh, trump and or allegedly Trump and it uh, looks like perhaps Joe Biden has done, and just said, "You know what do you what do you guys?" kind of think about this. you know just sort of the, in other words, kind of the the man on the street, if you will, or woman on the street type of interview. what do you what do you think about it? What do you think when you think about all this stuff? I being reported about John Michael R- uh, Rash, this is Fox News. Biden documents probe unfolds. Americans weigh in on how well federal officials handle classified material. D.C. locals weighed in on the government's handling of classified documents. Federal officials must do a better job tracking and retaining classified documents. Americans in the nation's capital told Fox News as a scandal involving President Biden's handling of government records unfolds. Let me let you hear what some of these folks said. And again, these are just uh, sort of your garden variety DC residents, kind of walking around doing their thing. You know, uh, one of these persons looked a bit homeless to me, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been in a rock band. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, kind of kind of doing the um, the Rob Zombie look, uh, kind of thing going on. It might have been Rob Zombie. I kind of thought, hey, I know Rob Zombie lived in in DC, but anyway, let me let you uh, let me let you hear this clip. And, uh this is, again, this is just the average, you know, sort of guy and gal on the street kind of thing as to what, uh, you know, they think about all those. Things. Yes, somebody should be
2: looking into it.
6: Definitely, definitely the federal government has to do a better job. Man.
1: Yes, they should. It should be looked at. I think the way the federal government keeps their top secret documents is uh, seems kind of loose. Whatever
0: can be done to secure those documents absolutely ex- is extremely
6: important. If it's going to happen back to back with multiple people, then it needs to be looked into. So it doesn't happen no more. But they're just documents containing maybe something irresponsible, something really not a big issue. Then I think that's okay. I mean, everybody got secrets and, you know, saying that they don't want to get out. But I uh, haven't been a president of the United States, man. I would like to know what the documents
2: is. These are confidential documents or high security documents and they shouldn't be in someone's home.
6: They should make sure
9: they turn all those in before they leave office.
0: There is a very robust system for every single document that's ever produced and it's a re, they review where that document is, who has it, the chain of custody every time it's checked out.
1: There's too many other things that they're laxed on, you know, that they need to be working on in this country. I think the public library does a better job of keeping track of their books. Yeah,
5: probably so. <laughs> probably so. Uh, the, I think the consensus for most people is yeah, they probably need to do a little better job of keeping up with this stuff all, all, all the way around. Um, and, and, you know, a president, and, and in some cases so does a vice president, has the right to, as I've shared on the show, you can go back and look at executive orders on that. But it, president has a right to sort of wave the magic wand, if you will, and declassify documents. That's uh, They have that constitutional authority and right, up to a point anyway. So... I mean, technically, I guess, since some of the. I mean, I'm not a lawyer here, but I i, I can read my Constitution and I know what's up. But perhaps. I, I'm a little surprised that Biden hasn't used the, well, I've already declassified these things argument. I, and, and maybe that argument will come out. Well, you know, the president already declassified these, so it doesn't matter. You know, he can, he can wallpaper his house with them if he wants. Uh, and that would basically be true, but that. I haven't heard that yet, so I don't know. And that's why, again, the mystery kind of grows here. And allegedly, when uh, Uncle Joe was told back in November, hey, dude, we found some stuff at the Biden Penn Center that Smart classified in a closet, his initial response was O oh, blank. And, you know, fill in the blank with your whatever you think he said. In that, uh, and, that you know, after the, the O, the O-H. So he knows he messed up. Uh, Again, was the mess up just, this is just goofy Joe, not everything firing upstairs, which won't necessarily excuse, I mean, legally certain things, by the way. But because lower level people in the military and so forth, they get classified stuff and lose it. They've gone to jail for a year or two, okay? There's people in the military that have been uh will be discharged with people in the military that have been uh, you know they've been sent to leavenworth because they lost or misplaced or accidentally took to the house a classified document and then they get and then, and then they're on to bring it back and say, whoops i accidentally took this out and, and oh well you know okay thanks for bringing it back but guess what you're going to jail i mean th- th- these these rules and laws are pretty strict maybe too strict but they the stuff on the books is pretty strict and you know, had this been a lower-ranking government official that had no authority to declassify or the authority by someone else in charge, like the president, to handle these in this particular fashion, yeah, they could be facing fines and jail time. So there comes a point where, okay, do we have a multi-tiered justice system to where if you're higher up the food chain in terms of authority, you kind of get passes, but if you're just Joe Schmoe, I said to joe biden well we'll see you in leavenworth and you'll be there about a year or two thanks for turning in the document which is how a lot of people have been treated that have accidentally you know put these things in the trunk of their car and forgot about them and then their kids find them and go what's this daddy oops and then they bring him bring him back and go sorry you know kid uh, put crayon on the, on the outside of this folder here oh wow yeah okay well you're going to jail now so we do we have this multi tier justice system that now exists i would i would contend we do that's why i'm not holding out much hope that anything well if some wrongdoing was done here and i've been very consistent on this by the way i've said look if, if trump is guilty of mishandling classified documents of illegally storing not doing what he's supposed to with the classified documents per the you know federal government laws and regulations, then he needs to be p- fined and or prosecuted and go to jail, if that's the ultimate sentence. I've been very consistent on this. So should Joe Biden. Okay? It's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. What's good for the Republican is good for the Democrat, or whoever. I've been very consistent on this. But you see, right now, I think they're going to be cutting Joe an awful lot of slack. I think they already are. So, it's going to look real hypocritical and definitely show a two-tier justice system or a Republican justice system and a, and a Democrat justice system if they let Biden completely slide and then they try to hammer the orange man. That's going to look really squir- squirrely. That's going to look odd. That's why I, I don't think, I could be proven wrong, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think much is going to happen to Joe, and I think the whole Trump thing is going to— it's already been kind of tw- dwindling down a little bit, the Trump thing, if you've noticed. I think the Trump thing—well, now we know why. But I think the Trump thing goes, goes out the window, too. I think it all, for both guys, goes out the window. Now, here's something else that's interesting, and before we go to break, and you can look this up yourself. Presidents do, however, have a legal responsibility. There's an act of Congress that requires them— to eventually to gather, to be part of the process of gathering and be responsible for gathering presidential documents. And some of those may be classified and then they can declassify them, but it is up to them to then gather these, properly store them, and put them in a presidential library. So it's kind of a catch-22 because that Presidential uh, Records Library thing Act that was passed back in the 1950s, you can go look this up, requires the president to maintain full records full documents and that means sometimes classified documents that end up getting declassified and then they are stored in these libraries so they do have to kind of and they're required by law to keep track of this stuff keep compile it all keep it wherever in, in a secure place until their library is built then they dump it in the library okay all these different files and documents they're required by law to do that they are required by law to do that. So a lot of the stuff, in fairness, that was in Trump's possession, he was legally required to have in his possession. Do you understand? Because they're required to, to keep this stuff. Gather it all up, sort it all out, find it, um, keep it in a secure location. Maybe your house isn't the best location, but I'm sure presidents have done it in the past. Put it somewhere until your library can be built. Okay? I don't know how uh, quick the uh, the orange man is moving on building a library because I think he may run for president again and maybe president a second time. Who knows? But that's a law. Maybe and, and, and maybe both these guys will use that as a bit of a defense. Well, look, the law requires me. I mean, you can't have it both ways. The law requires me to kind of accumulate some of this stuff and store it. And I do have the powers president and in some cases, vice president to declassify stuff. And then this can go in my Presidential library, even vice presidents sometimes put together like a little, you know, quasi little library of sorts as well. So, but they're not necessarily required by law, as my understanding. But the the presidents are okay. That's an action. That's an act of Congress. So they have to get stuff together, maintain it, organize it, keep it after they leave office, and uh, put, put it in. And eventually, stick it in a library somewhere. Okay, so both these guys could maybe use that argument i don't know i don't know but they are required to do it to me it seems like a bit of a catch-22 like you darn if you do keep the stuff and darn if you don't because in the archives people want it i don't know i guess make copies one for the archives one for the presidential library i don't know we've got more christian talk that rock straight ahead stay close
9: You deserve a laugh today. Let's enjoy a family comedy minute with Bob Smiley.
7: So the captain comes on and the captain's doing his whole, you know, this is your captain speaking. Welcome to flight one from Phoenix to Houston with a short layover in Michigan. Um... is trying to get situated and we never can just take off. We always have to go through the whole oxygen mask, you know, exits, the whole everything. They always say in the event of a crash landing, a water crash landing, that you can use your seat cushion as a flotation device. (laughs) If I'm ever in a crash, the seat cushion I was just sitting on, (laughs) I don't want anywhere near me. Remember, it's smart
6: to laugh. Come visit us at familycomedyradio.com. That's familycomedyradio.com. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only 89.99 at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo?
9: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
6: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you can buy at Suit City at only eighty nine ninety nine. Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com. That's SuitCityUSA.com. Suit City. USA.com Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Roanoke. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo.
4: You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember the highest smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit SaluteHeroes.org. Activate with Jesse Bradley.
3: There is one word I think that will change our walks with God. Jesus repeated the word over 10 times in John chapter 15, and the word is remain. Remain, 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 remain. Jesus said that he is the vine and we are the branches, so remain in him and we will bear much fruit. I live in Northern California and people come from all over the world to Sonoma County to see the vineyards and also for wine tasting. As they're doing the tours, they're so excited. They're buying wine, talking about wine, sending wine to friends. Well, I think about the verse in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Don't get drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness. So we make a choice each day if we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Whenever I drive by a vineyard, I think of that word remain. This week, tell yourself and think about remain in Jesus.
0: For more information, go to activatelife.org.
1: Everybody online, looking good.
2: I'm kind of in the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start sequence. Five, four, three, two, one.
4: And now, Christian thumps. Get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now here's your host, Richie L.
5: And you're into the second hour of Christian Talk That Rocks. couple of websites for you, net or Christian Talk that Uh Several ways, actually, to listen to this broadcast via, po- via podcast locale and format. Here's just a handful, Anchor FM, Player FM, Pod Chaser, Podcast Addict. Yeah, we'll help you in your podcast addiction. <laughs> Not get over it, but to continue it, it will enable you, in other words. Uh, let's see, Stitcher, Deezer, Cast Box, Mixer Box, Amazon. Yep, there. Also, uh, the live on email email address, talk to at gmail.com, T A L K T O R I C H I E L at Gmail.com, talk to at Gmail.com, flagship station WMBA the Gold Rush, which can be found at WMBA also radio.net. And odyssey.com, where they rebroadcast Friday's show on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. to noon. Newest affiliate, Net News Network, which can be found at netnewsnetwork.net. That's a lot of nets in there, isn't it? And uh, But we're still happy to be a part of that organization. They are actually a journalism uh, type of uh, website, They're a news site. And hopefully this episode will be up there a little later on this evening that you can download at your pleasure and leisure. Uh, again, that's netnewsnetwork.net. Also, Thunderous Radio, which broadcasts this show live or streams it live Monday through Friday, uh, about 2.06-ish p.m. till around roughly 4-ish p.m. And again, you can search Thunderous Radio at Radio.net, Streamiter.com, and MyTuner.com. Again, Streamiter.com, MyTuner.com, and Radio.net. Just search Thunderous Radio. So we are in... The throes, I believe, of a recession. We've been in it for several, several, several months already, although a lot of people don't want to admit that for all sorts of variety of political and sociopolitical reasons, but we're there. That seems to be the thing nowadays. We won't tell people the truth of what's really going on. We're just going to kind of lay back on that because it's going to make some people and some of our friends and stuff look bad, so we just want to talk about that. Yeah. Well, inflation under Joe Biden is remaining stubbornly high. Core prices, have they surged in, de- in December, no Surprise there, in my opinion, but uh, being reported by John Hugh, DeMastry Daily Caller News Foundation, core prices increased 0.3% on a monthly basis in December after growing 0.2% in November, as overall prices rose by 6.5% year-over-year, matching investor expectations, as energy and gas prices declined slightly, that according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, BLS data released... Uh, last thursday overall prices declined by about 0.1 percent on a monthly basis in december while core prices a measure that discounts food and, and energy prices in other words if you don't eat and don't put gas in your car and don't heat your house it wasn't, it wasn't so bad only climbed about 5.7 percent year over year Matching investor expectations, the BLS reported in its monthly Consumer Price Index, or the CPI, after two back-to-back inflation readings that were lower than investor expectations in October-November. Investors had hoped that the Federal Reserve would further slow its pace of aggressive interest rate hikes designed to blunt inflation. Market Watch reported, however... Since uh, everything kind of went up, they're like, yeah, well, I think we might just go ahead and keep those... Jacking up those interest rates. Food prices are up, uh, um, they claim, (laughs) 10.4%. They haven't bought any eggs recently, have they? On a year-over-year basis in December, while energy prices continue to weigh on wallets, up 7.3%. We certainly saw that in our January bill for what we used in February on natural gas. Highest bill we've ever seen. The electric portion, electricity portion of uh, our utility bill uh, with the uh, city that we live in higher than we've ever seen. Uh, Up 7.3% year over year, despite plummeting 4.5% month over month. The BLS reported the cost of shelter also outpaced inflation, growing by 7.5% year over year. Expectations of a Fed pivot have been a point of contention between investors and asset managers with major asset manager firms like BlackRock. <laughs> There's a joke. and Fidelity warning uh, customers the past week that inflation and high interest rates are both likely to linger longer than markets currently seem to anticipate. They are right on that. Uh, the Federal Reserve officials, for their part, have consistently made similar remarks noting that they expect to hike interest rates past 5% from their current range of between 4 to 4.25%. Uh, they'll probably top out around 7 is my guess, but who knows. They could go even beyond that. Inflation won't quite go down the way people expected, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon said Tuesday. According to the Wall Street Journal, Dimon anticipates that the Fed might raise rates as high as 6% to control inflation. It's probably going to be harder than that. Although overall inflation has cooled significantly from its peak of 9.1% back in June, it remains well above the Fed's target of 2%. That, according to to the Wall Street Journal, core prices uh, still being a little pesky there. Anyway, my take on this, my take on this, yeah, the, the things that are causing inflation are still in place. I don't care what the Federal Reserve does. Until you get to the root causes of what's causing inflation... Which again is the borrowing and spending rate of our federal government. That's part of it, a big part of it. The war in Ukraine, that's part of it. Uh, Shipping snarls, that's part of it. The after effects of COVID, that's part of it. There's a lot of things that are still there, still lingering. And those root issues aren't really getting any better. By the way, I don't care what they tell you about what's going on in Ukraine, the Ukrainians are not winning. If they were, Putin would have started turning loose of some of the territory that he's held on to. He controls, if you look at a map, roughly about the eastern one-fourth, one-third of Ukraine, and I don't think he's ever going to turn loose of that. They will. N- I, I believe that, uh, and I hate to say this, but I believe that there's no way the Ukrainian military and government, even with our help, is going to push Putin out of Ukraine. Putin's there to stay, okay? The, that uh, eastern one-third, if you will, um, he set up two make-believe republics there anyway already. His troops control that. The Ukrainian military is not going to dislodge him. By the way, a lot of young men have left Ukraine. He can't replace the men. uh, Ukrainian army and, and the Ukrainian president cannot replace, Zelensky cannot replace the men he's losing. Replace them with who? Our guys? Polish guys? German guys? Who? He can't replace them. We can give him some pretty heavy-duty weaponry, will it be enough to dislodge Putin completely from the areas, the Donbas region and these other areas in eastern Ukraine that he now controls? I think Putin would be probably okay, not happy, but would swallow hard and go, okay, I'll just keep this eastern 130 Ukraine and leave the rest of Ukraine alone because the fear is, he, see, he wants a buffer between himself and, the, and NATO. He's wanted one for a long time for a very long time. And so when there was all this chatter about Ukraine maybe becoming part of NATO, well, he would have NATO on his front porch. He didn't want that. He wants a little cushion there. Plus, that portion of Ukraine is predominantly ethnically Russian. Okay? So, he wants that buffer zone between himself and NATO. He doesn't trust NATO. He he wants a little buffer zone. He's not going to get out of Ukraine. Okay? He will not leave Ukraine. The Ukrainians can't push him out. We're not willing to go all the way in to this thing to push him out. Nor is Poland or Germany or the rest of NATO. I think the way that there will be peace, if there's going to be peace, and and really neither side can continue this too much longer. They're, They're both, you know, Ukraine will just dissolve. And Putin will have, you know, this will be his Vietnam, and he's going to have a lot more unrest than he even has right now in his country regarding this whole thing. So he knows he's on borrowed time. They're both on borrowed time. So I think the way this is probably going to play out, I could be wrong, is that Putin's going to stay right there. He's going to to keep that portion of Ukraine that he has conquered militarily, go ahead and and flesh out these two make-believe republics that he's set up, maybe three. And then Zelensky's going to have to swallow hard and say, okay, but don't go past those and try to do anything else for the rest of our nation, and Putin goes fine. And then we have to, of course, believe Putin and the Russians if they're you know that <laughs> they mean what they say. I think that's really the way this thing's going to have to play out. Uh, the Ukrainian army is not winning in that regard. I mean, in, in the sense of <clears throat> tactically, strategically, they're not winning. Winning would be, I think, the ultimate victory would be to get Putin completely out of Ukraine. That's not going to happen. They don't. They don't have an army big enough to ha- to make it happen. I am talking about the Ukrainians. They don't have enough equipment. Even if we give them more equipment, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think they're going to just have a stalemate. I think the stalemate would be Putin stays where he's at, his army. In other words, the Russian army stays where it's at in eastern Ukraine. Zelensky hangs on to the rest of Ukraine by the skin of his teeth. And I think that's the stalemate. And that's kind of where they're at right now. Every now and then, uh, the Russians pound their infrastructure, do damage to their infrastructure. That's for strategic reasons, I think, more than anything. But they're hanging on to what they have for the most part. Ukrainian army has not made that many successful incursions into those territories. They haven't taken back too much. they taken back a little bit here and there, but for the most part, the stuff that Putin is really interested in, he's still hanging on to, and that's land that, by the way, has oil. It has a lot of natural resources that benefit Russia. Uh, a lot of good uh, earth for planting corn, grains, uh, winter grains, rye and stuff like that. You want to want stuff to get rye bread right now? If you try to buy rye bread in your store, you don't see it on the shelves, you can thank Putin for that. So they're hanging on to a lot of that region it's it's a it's a grain basket and it's an oil basket, if you will, so there's a lot of natural resource potentials there. Putin wants it needs it that's just icing on the cake to build a buffer zone between him and NATO. That's why he took Crimea that's why he took Georgia. He wants a buffer zone plus he's trying to he has this ideas of grandeur trying to rebuild the old Russian empire and all that that's part of it too. But from a practical standpoint, he has these buffer zones. All right? And that's what he wants. That's why he's wanted Ukraine. And he's got allies in that part of Ukraine that are Russians, you see? So I know I've taken a rabbit trail here, but just to sort of educate you on what is happening, because don't believe what the mainstream media is telling you about how you, how Zelensky's winning. He's not. You can look at a map. If anybody out there knows military strategy or has studied military strategy, even as a hobbyist, Putin's, Putin's holding the ground. Putin is pretty much, I mean, the Russian army is pretty much holding most of what they wanted to hold. All right? They're not budging. And Zelensky's not getting, I mean, they might budge a day or two and then they come back. You know, what I mean, the, the front lines are kind of seesawed, but the Russians are hanging on to what ultimately they want to hang on to for the most part. And they're not going to leave. The Russian army is not leaving Ukraine unless it's completely flattened where it's at. And they're all just, you know, annihilated with a big bomb or something that they're not. And then who's going to deliver that bomb? Us. And then it's World War Three. So this this is probably the where things are at now is probably about the best it's going to get. And I don't know if anybody's putting some pressure on Zelensky. I know that they're sending him a lot of money to, to fight Putin and keep him where he's at. And I don't know that Putin really wants to go much, maybe a little bit past where he's at. I, don't, I think he'd probably be... Well, sure, he'd be a lot happier if he could conquer all of Ukraine. That would be a, a feather in his bonnet. But if he can't and just only gets that portion of Ukraine where, he, where his men's rear ends are sitting, so to speak, I think he'll live with that. I really do. I think I think he'll, he'll you know, take a deep breath and go, okay, it's not really what I wanted, but sh- sure, we'll make this work. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, so I think that is probably the best Zelensky and anybody in NATO and us can probably hope for. But the longer this war goes on, the more there's going to be problems. And I don't see Zelensky – and I don't see how Zelensky can hang on much more than maybe – I don't see this thing going on much more than another year. I don't see how it could. For both sides, frankly. I just don't see how they can make it work. Well, especially – the Russians could probably make it work longer. They're a bigger country, bigger army. It doesn't matter how much we – how many military toys we give Zelensky – um, he's not going to. I think he's not going to gain back those lost or, or much of those lost territories. He's not going to completely kick the Russian army out of Ukraine. I don't see that happening. He's not big enough. To, his his military isn't big enough, bad enough to do it. It's just not. That, that, that's no question of their bravery and their willingness to fight. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. And and the the only way it could happen again is if NATO troops directly get involved. Poland starts sending in troops. We start sending in troops. Germany starts sending in troops. The British start sending in troops. uh, Canadians, whoever, starts sending in troops, along with a lot of equipment. Then, yeah, we could probably shove Russia out of there for a while. But then you're talking basically a European World War at that point. All right, is that what we want, and is that what Europe wants? And right now there are people in France who are protesting and striking because they don't have enough to eat. Okay. So they're not going to be willing to sign on to some big war in Ukraine either. I mean, they're like, you know, we can barely feed ourselves. You want us to help this clown out over in Ukraine? Who cares? So th- you're not going to get a lot of support from Europeans anyway. So this all this stuff ties in together to a point. Now, I'm not saying that the whole recession is blamed on what's happening in Ukraine. That's cop out. It's it is adding fuel to the fire. It's sort of the icing on the cake, but it's not the cake. Even if there wasn't a war in Ukraine, I contend we would still be dealing with inflation. Maybe not quite as bad, but we would still be dealing with inflation. Even if there was no war in Ukraine at all. The war in Ukraine exacerbates it. That's true. But it doesn't cause it. Now, a lot of people want you to think, well, it's not Joe Biden's fault. It's Putin's fault. It's Yeah, Russians. It's, it's the Russians again. Russians. You know, the Russians are blamed for every sin on the calendar. I, but, but I'm sorry, you can't do that on this one. That, that doesn't fly in my book. It, it, it adds to the problems, sure. It adds to the problems, but it's not the core. It's not the core of the problem per se. It's a reason, but it's not the reason. The reason is a, devalu- a devaluing of our currency. You have fewer, uh, more dollars rather chasing fewer goods. That's textbook inflation. And as long as we continue to stack up debt, as long as we continue to give away a lot of free money, we're going to devalue the currency. And we're going to see all the problems that we're having. COVID also uh, put more fuel on the fire. We're still kind of dealing with the after effects and that. Now the DOJ, the DOJ is wanting to mask everybody back up again. Are you kidding me? So we're st- you know, we are still don't have this stuff out of our system, so to speak. All right, all this COVID stuff. It's still not out of our system. We're still, um, many people are still running around like we're at the height of the pandemic masked up gloved up scared to death okay there's still a lot of that going on and uh, and, and and until we get past all of this that's also going to have some effects on our economy you can't help but have effects so it is a perfect if you will storm and of course we are in the the early days i believe of recession which is also adding to this mix as well and you can, have inf- you can have inflation and a recession simultaneously at the same time. It's happened in our history before. Happened back in the 80s, early 80s, early, early half of the 80s. So we've seen that before. We've kind of been here before where we've had, at that time, record inflation, where we've had inflation and a recession at the same time. People say, well, where's all the job losses? Well, the job losses are happening. i will to tell you about some. Job losses are happening. It, the high-tech center has been, uh, the high-tech epicenter of our economy has been hit pretty hard. And I'm going to share with you some more hits as we come back. So it's a multi-layered It's a multi-layered toadstool and rotten sauerkraut sandwich. That's where we're at. More talk
4: continues next with Richie L. More Christian talk that rocks. Next, this is Max McLean. God created all things by His Word. How does the Word have the power to create? Because His Word is a person. Listen to the Bible from John 1 In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. From John 1. Listen to the Bible. It's great for the soul.
0: Hear more at Radiobible.org.
4: Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call eight eight eight. 44 Salute or visit saluteheroes.org.
5: The views expressed on this talk show may not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates, associates, providers, sponsors, or underwriters. So, there. Now, here's your host, Richie L. Oh, so the blue screen of unemployment is hitting Microsoft. They're gonna be laying off ten thousand employees. Well, I used to work <laughs> Quick funny story here. Light in the mood. When I was working for uh, I'll I'll leave the agency nameless, but I worked uh, about two and a half, three years for a, an agency in Texas, a friend of mine, so called, got me the got me a gig. And um working for a state agency. And uh Boy, let me tell you, I saw a lot. There was a guy that was kind of higher up. I guess you could say upper middle management of the organization. Sometimes come around to to see us. And he was one of the the, the higher ups. And he was one of these old school Southerner Texan kind of guys. Older gentleman. And we were all employees. Employees. Not employees, employees. We really appreciate the work you employees are doing for. I was an employee. So, being reported by Lucas Nolan of Breitbart.com, tech giant Microsoft is reportedly laying off 10,000 employees. As the company braces for slower revenue growth, the layoff will impact about 5% of the software company's headcount. CNBC reports that Microsoft has announced the layoff of these 10,000 employees through March 31st as the company prepares for slower revenue growth, they anticipate. Software giant further stated that it will be taking a 1.2 billion, that's what it be, not a not an m a billion, Charge tied to a lease consolidation and other activities. Multiple tech firms have lowered headcounts in recent weeks, including Google, Amazon, and Salesforce. Microsoft's mass layoffs come after the demand for cloud computing and collaboration services increased during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, with more industries returning to in person work, demand has declined. With not as many people staying at home, working in their underwear and their pajamas, having to go back to the office. Well, that's hurt Microsoft. In fact, in July, Microsoft stated that it would lay off less than 1% of its employees. However, in October, the company confirmed job cuts of less than 1,000 employees. Now they're saying, well, this is going to be 10,000. And so uh, it's about 5% of its workforce between now and March 31st will no longer have a gig with Microsoft. And they won't be able to get gigs at at Google or some of the other um, high-tech firms because they're all laying everybody off, too. So we're seeing a hit to the high-tech sector. We've seen a hit to housing. And these are um, these are canaries in the coal mine. These are bellwethers as a recession is here. Okay, gang? It's here. I don't care what anybody tells you. It's here and it's been here. It's been mild, relatively speaking, as compared to past recessions, if you want to use past recessions as a metric. But we're in recession. Mild though it may be thus far, but it will get worse. I'm not saying this to bring you down. I'm not saying this to ruin your day. I'm saying this to just give you a heads up. All right? You take it how you want to take it. But just a little heads up, friendly heads up. I do believe that's where we're headed. And I've said all along that's where we're headed. And I've been statistic, uh, consistent about this and think I've been proven right thus far. So you've got uh, that little bellwether happening there. That's Microsoft. No huge surprise. Now, uh, another sector that has been seeing a bit of a downturn is the healthcare sector. Here's why in some aspects, although you still see a lot of help-wanted signs for nurses and people like that. But the whole you-better-take-a-shot-or-hit-the-road thing thinned out the uh, the herd and the medical profession all over the country. Although some of those folks have now made some money because they got into some big lawsuits and sued hospitals and states and whatever else and made more than they would have if they just kept them around. Uh, according to Gallup Poll... Costs deter more Americans than ever from seeking health care, being reported by Breitbart News and uh, United Press International. A record number of Americans postponed getting medical treatment in 2022 due to prohibitive costs, with lower income, younger adults, and well, or, or the income saying the same, but everything else costing too much. Younger adults and women, the worst affected, that according to a Gallup poll released yesterday. Overall, 38% of those surveyed reported that they. Or a family member had put off seeking medical care because of the high bills they would incur. That's the highest such response in the 22 years Gallup has been tracking the trend. So much for solving the health care problem with Obamacare and making it more affordable. The Affordable Care Act. Well, that didn't work, did it? Should have renamed it the Unaffordable Care Act. Have you noticed how we get these acts that come through Congress that don't solve any problems? They have a a tag of what they're going to solve, like the Inflation Reduction Act. Has inflation really reduced that much for you overall since the Inflation Reduction Act was passed? What was it, three three months ago, four months ago, whenever that was? Has it really, you know, the cost of eggs come really down that much, or butter, anything like that? Yeah, yeah, it didn't work, did it? Uh huh. Yeah, could have told you that. Uh, So the 12-point increase from 2021 marked the steepest year-over-year increase so far. Gallup said in a news release that those putting off treatment for very or somewhat serious conditions jumped sharply to 27%. That compared with 11% who had foregone treatment for conditions of less concern, with the gap between the two groups at its widest since 2019. Gallup's findings came as a recent study showed that Americans are finding it harder and harder to afford medical care, especially when they got that make-believe insurance, right? That insurance, it has about a 2500 or a 3500 or $6,500 deductible. I've got an insurance card. Lucky
9: Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes
9: excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
2: i never win and tell
9: well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary Void you prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details judy
7: was boring hello then judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
2: it's my little escape
5: i i got okay i got insurance but yeah it doesn't really pay for much kind of that make-believe insurance you know many employers offer it well uh, the window's now open for you uh, jim to go ahead and apply for that insurance um you know you can look at the plan here we've got two plans there's one plan that will cost you about 100 bucks a month another one that'll cost you about 500 bucks a month and that one that now that one that uh that top one that's only for management okay so you, you you can't you couldn't afford it anyway, but that's only for management. Uh, that would cost you personally a thousand bucks a month. so you know you, you couldn't really afford it anyway if you want that, that's that that top care thing that's for management. but for everybody else you got these two plans. Well, will run you a hundred bucks a month this one over here is 500 a month the uh, hundred100 a month one Jim, uh, uh, will, will give you about a uh, three thousand dollar yearly reduct- uh, deductible. Okay, three thousand, and there's no major medical, by the way. Eh, about fifty percent on the dental, but no major medical. And if you go to the doctor, it's only it, it, it'll pay for fifty percent of your your physical. But if you go to the doctor for anything else, it's not gonna pay for anything. Okay, just so you know. Now the five hundred dollar one, that will cost you a uh, five hundred bucks a month. Well, that'll pay for fifty percent of any doctor that you go to. It, it it won't pay for any ER visits and it, and it will pay for about twenty five percent of your hospitalization. Those seventy five percent will come out of your pocket. Okay, so uh, you yeah, know that's the one for five hundred a month. Yeah, okay, the hundred dollar. Yeah, that's what everybody's choosing the hundred dollar a month. When, yeah, well at least you can say you got a card. You you know and you're satisfying the the requirement of the law of Obamacare. So you can say that. You know you can pat yourself on the back for that. You're being a good citizen. Yeah, and being obedient to King Obama. Yeah. So. so that's uh, most of you know what i'm talking about that's what your company offers it's uh, the crummy insurance so that's the other reason of course gallup isn't getting into all that because that's a little too deep for these folks but anyway gallup's findings came as a recent study also showed that americans are finding it harder and harder to afford medical care and even if they have health insurance through their employer Uh, Because it got the crummy insurance. Researchers from New York University found that over the past two decades, the number of Americans with job-based health insurance who skimp on medical care has been on the rise. Yeah, because how can they afford it? And, of course, the good plans are reserved for management. Uh, Everybody else gets a crummy plan. Right? The study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association was inconclusive on the reason behind the trend, but (laughs) really... Uh, but behind the trend, but pointed to rising health care costs and moves by insurers push larger portions of the payment for treatment onto consumers in other words, <laughs> yeah, we ain't covering that man <sighs> hold on a minute I know you called the uh, hold on a minute I work it from home today <sighs> okay this is medical marijuana I'm smoking man hold on. <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, man, like your coverage has changed. you should have gotten a letter, okay, so you know, we were covering eighty percent of major medical now, dude, it's only twenty five percent that's why you're getting a bill for forty eight thousand dollars, okay, you know, the company just can't afford it anymore, you know, it's just that simple. I'm sorry, dude, but you know, so uh, yeah, you'd better talk to your uh Better talk to your doctors in your hospital and make payment arrangements because that's all we're going to cover. You know, it's because you should have got the letter about the policy change, man. I mean, I can send the letter out again to you. You know, it might have got lost in the mail. Hold on. (sighs) yeah i might have got lost in the mail you know they're trying to cut costs that's why they're that's why we're all working from home now you know it's because because the office building was just getting too expensive you know what i mean man so yeah that's what's going on with your with your medical plan okay anything else i can help you with dude yeah thanks for calling so you get that when you call your insurance company these days right Now, the Inflation Reduction Act, remember that, uh, which seeks to lock in at lower health care premiums for millions who are covered through the Affordable Care Act, was signed into law by Biden in August after the uh, overcoming unanimous opposition from Republican lawmakers. You know, those nasty, mean, wicked Republicans that uh, all should uh, burn in you know where and be put in iron, um, be put in, in uh, caskets with iron spikes in it for the rest of their lives and eternity, right? Of course, President Joe Biden has been pushing for lower health care costs since taking office in 2021, but the push hasn't seemed to work. The president has touted his efforts to take the fight to pharmaceutical companies and insurers to reduce drug costs and health insurance premiums. But an end of these surprise bills had not worked. Hadn't worked. At least not as planned. So there's that. Um, and, of course, that's adding to inflation and people's overall cost of living and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So much for affordable health care, you yeah. know. Uh, Now, I did a little personal – I'm going to break here in just a moment, but when I lived in Austin, Texas, I did a little personal inventory of my financial situation after some changes in my world and was in the process of getting myself back on track, shall we say, financially. And I happened to notice – I just went through all the different bills I was getting where there was all these taxes and surcharges and hidden taxes and uh, fees of the government and and U.S. line charges and FCC line charges on the utility bill and on the – on the on the on the uh, cable bill and the phone bill and this and that bill and all these little hidden taxes and fees and this one's and that one's and blah 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 blah, blah, what i was what was coming out of what i was earning in terms of going to uncle sam and in terms of the income tax and then of course texas has no stating income tax thank the lord but uh you know sales tax is pretty stiff property taxes everything else what i discovered was it about 40% give or take roughly right at 40% of my income was going away in some sort of a tax. Now I wasn't making like 100, you know, 500,000 a year or something, okay? I was making you know above minimum wage, but uh, I wasn't like just raking in big bucks at that moment. And I was looking at what I was making and what I was what was going out of my wallet in terms of taxes. All the taxes I had to pay gasoline tax property taxes hidden taxes sales taxes all of it added up to right at about 40 percent of my income was going out the door to some taxing entity somewhere and at that time i was hearing um you know all the people that were touting obamacare you know a lot of americans you've got families 20 percent of their income is going to health care health care expenses they can't afford that and i'm sure thinking 40 percent of my income is going to taxes just reduce my taxes in half and I can afford the health care. Thank you very much. I even said that publicly on television one day. And the news person holding the camera sat there and blinked their eyes. Because I told them what I'd done. And they sat there and blinked their eyes like, huh. That made the evening news. I noticed a couple of local talk show guys picked it up. <laughs> but I was at a rally <laughs> running my big mouth. Imagine that. Uh, let's take a pause, but I still say that's probably about average. If you really dig down and look at all the hidden taxes and overt taxes and things that we, you know, you pay, you could probably, if some of that was peeled away, you could probably afford better insurance. You know, probably afford to pay some of your uh, medical bills on time. We've got more Christians talking that's running straight ahead. Hold tight. Hi, I'm Danny Aylo. You may know me as
4: an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill the values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So, remember to hire smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit
6: saluteheroes.org. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City. Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99. Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com. That's SuitCityUSA.com. SuitCityUSA.com. Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City, with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Rono.
5: well-known sportscaster says that in 20 years that they've never seen anything like this, that there's so many stories piling up about young athletes dying. This being reported by Michael Austin of the Western Journal. By the way, you'll know who the sportscaster is in a moment, because if you've listened to um, uh, the EIB network, the, well, what has sort of devolved into it from what used to be the Rush Limbaugh show with uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Clay Travis does his own um, little podcast thing. He's been a sportscaster for a few years. Anyway, uh, he he said reports of young and healthy athletes dying continue to pile up. Uh, For example, on January 9th, uh, 21-year-old Air Force Academy offensive lineman Hunter Brown suddenly collapsed and died on his way from class to his dorm. Perhaps cases like this have always happened, but for one reason or another are only being reported on now. That being said, according to one veteran sportscaster, the uh, by the way, this is uh, being reported again by Michael Austin. This is Michael Austin. That being said, according to one veteran from Western Journal sportscaster, the prevalence of these mysterious death stories is unlike anything he's ever seen before. I would have to concur with that. This is getting kind of weird. Talked about it. Mentioned it yesterday. Quote, in the world of sports, we need deep dive investigations into whether the COVID shot is leading to more deaths of young, otherwise healthy people, OutKick founder and sports writer Clay Travis said. I'm going to let you hear uh, a clip from him, pretty lengthy clip, but I thought he said some pretty good things in just a moment. And I did point out yesterday on the show that there's something, something's going on. Now, is it the co- Is it side effects of the COVID vaccine? Is it side effects of COVID? Is there something else going on here? Is it something in the food, in the water? I don't know. I just – but it seems like a trend line is emerging that the bulk of these athletes that seem to be keeling over have had the COVID shot. Some of them have had COVID, but have had the COVID shot. That seems to be the one thread line in this extraordinary number of otherwise incredibly healthy, I mean, near-perfect human specimens, suddenly for no reason keeling over dead, just, you know, walking from their class to the dorm or, you know, keeling over on the athletic field or uh, were at mom and dad's house for Christmas and suddenly they found them face down in the living room and they were dead. You know, and, and it, it's, it's pile. these stories are piling up all over the world, frankly. All over the world. And there have been some very curious studies that have come out of Israel and some parts of the Middle East, and other parts of Europe and this place and that place and uh, so on and so forth. Taiwan, I think it's been one of them. Where um, an extraordinary amount of young adults late teens 20s maybe early 30s otherwise incredibly healthy fit individuals keeling over or winding up in the hospital with serious heart conditions like heart conditions you'd find from someone in their 50s 60s or 70s not someone you know 20 years old normally so what is up what is going on and these are fair questions doesn't mean you're a conspiracy theorist. doesn't mean you're an anti-vaxxer. It's just these are fair questions to ask. What's up? Now, the CDC has come come out and admitted that, okay, yeah, there may be a connection here between older people having an extraordinary amount of stroke. Strokes are up by a pretty significant percentage here, and it could be something to do with COVID, vaccine, you know, mealy mouthy about it. So even the CDC is kind of coming forward and saying, "Okay, maybe there are some side effects here with this vaccine. Maybe we need to kind of, kind of poke around, all look at it a little bit. You know, don't don't expect them to get too deep into the dive, but you know, they're going to kind of look at and glance at and talk about and discuss and snort and sniff and pick their nose and you know how they'll normally do. Well, uh, why not this other thing? Is the CDC looking into this? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't know. Maybe they just haven't announced it. I don't know. Let me let you hear." Um, this is Clay Travis on his podcast, uh, talking about this. this is a guy who's been a sports uh, freak and um, sportscaster for a, a significant amount of his broadcast career. So, he's seen a lot of stuff, heard a lot of stuff, been around a lot of stuff, and you know, I'll take his word for some of it. Hello,
9: it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere In that case, I pronounce you
2: lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: This, uh, I mean, he's not a doctor, but in terms of the sports world, he's noticing a trend line that he's never seen before. And
8: it, it's world eye-opening. the world of sports, we need deep-dive investigations into whether the COVID shot is leading to more deaths of young, otherwise healthy people. And I keep seeing stories. These are anecdotal. I'm not claiming otherwise. But whether it's Damar Hamlin or whether it is what happened at Air Force, which I am sick about when I read these as a dad, as a father, it is hard for me to read these stories. But I want to share the latest with you An Air Force offensive lineman named Hunter Brown collapsed and died walking to class on Monday. He was just 21 years old. Now, I have been writing and talking about sports for 20 years, nearly. I started writing about sports uh, in 2004, which is like ancient history on the internet. Some of you have been reading and listening to me for nearly a generation now. You're the OGs, okay? I don't remember stories like this happening. I don't remember stories about athletes walking on college campuses and suddenly dropping. Now, we've always had athletes die, unfortunately. Sometimes it can come conditioning drills. We've certainly seen that. There's certainly been far too many violent acts, uh, Violent, you know, gun-related fights, things like that. Certainly, unfortunately, people have died in car accidents, uh, all sorts of tragic accidents like those. But the number of high school, college, even pro athletes who are suddenly just dropping all around the world seems to be a fairly substantial trend. And when there are stories like the one that I shared earlier based on studies coming out of, uh, I believe it's Taiwan, where everyone gets the COVID shot and then you're having like a 17% incident of heart-related issues, why would we not investigate this to the fullest of our ability? I'm really disappointed by the number of people in sports media who ran like crazy with the idea that if we played sports during COVID, athletes would die. Do you remember when CBS Sports came out? I think they said eight players would die from COVID if we played in 2020. And it was totally not true. And it wasn't supported by any data. Why are all those sports media who ran around like crazy saying, hey, if we play in 2020 athletes and coaches are going to die which didn't happen right data doesn't reflect that at all why are they not asking more questions now that we are seeing so many otherwise young and healthy athletes dropping and i'll use the example here of hank gathers okay when hank gathers collapsed in 1990 it was important to do a deep dive to figure out what was the cause of that and it ended up that he had a heart abnormality And as a result, it became standard for most colleges and pro sports teams to conduct deep EKGs, deep analysis of hearts, to try to identify athletes that might have heart-related conditions before they actually collapsed like Hank Gathers did and died. I said the same thing about DeMar Hamlin. We need a deep understanding. And when I see people like Dr. Fauci say – You can't even mention the fact that COVID shots might be involved here. Well, if we have, as the data is reflecting, a much higher incidence of heart-related issues among athletes, why would we not want a deep dive here?
5: Exactly. But, of course, flip-flop Fauci has his own personal reasons as to why you don't want a deep dive because the vaccine is golden. golden don't look here for any problems it's all good but that attitude's got to go away but, uh, but clay brings up some good points we got more to come stick around
8: are there some things about your life that you wish were different
1: actually it's not too late for a change here's a moment with charles stanley I would like to give you at this moment the opportunity of changing the direction of your life, the eternal destiny of your life, and the condition of your life. And here's how you can do that. You can recognize honestly that you're a sinner, that you've sinned against God, and that you don't deserve anything. So the invitation is this to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and acknowledge that you've never trusted him as your Savior. You've tried to do good, but the Bible states that that doesn't work. He says, by works of righteousness which you've done, no person's ever been saved. I want to invite you to invite Jesus Christ into your life, asking him to forgive you of your sins, surrendering yourself to him personally, and saying, Lord, I want you in my life. I want you to live your life in and through me. I need the forgiveness of my sins. I do want to go to heaven when I die, but I want my life to count now. And most of all, I want Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior.
8: Learn more about how Jesus Christ can change the course of your life. Visit us at
1: intouch.org.
5: You're listening to Christian Talk at Rocks. A couple of the websites for you. ChristianTalkAtRocks.net or .com. Take your pick. There is a city that has been called out for attempting to shut down a Christian church's ministry to men. How dare they? How dare a Christian church minister to men? And a legal team is now demanding cancellation of a cease and desist letter from the uh, from the, center, from the uh, city. Speaking by Bob Underworld and Daily, not Los Angeles, not San Francisco, not New York, not Chicago, not Houston, not Atlanta. No. Not Detroit. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Not San Diego. Nope. Seattle. It's got to be Seattle, right? Nope. Portland. It must be Portland. Nope. Nope. Not Portland. Uh-uh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Got to be those people in Raleigh are getting crazy. No. mm D.C. Nope. Boston. Got to be Boston. Nope. Uh, somewhere in the Northeast. Nope. Nope. Okay, Austin, Texas. They're they're incredibly liberal. Nope. The city of Westmoreland, Tennessee. Tennessee is being called out by a legal team for its attempt to arbitrarily shut down a Christian church's ministry to men. Which is inter- which is intended to provide help, including temporary housing, as they try to escape drug addictions. The letter is from the law firm Anderson and Reynolds PLC, the first Li- and First Liberty Institute, which explained to the city that the church ministry already has met all the city's requirements. The target of the city's complaint is the Father's House, a homeless ministry of Living Water Full Gospel Church housing and program provided by the Father's House to men who are becoming better and more productive citizens should be encouraged rather than prevented, explained Steve Anderson of Anderson and Reynolds in a statement. The Father's House welcomes the opportunity to work with the city to resolve this issue. Ryan Gardner, counsel for First Liberty, added, quote, The Father's House is an essential part of meeting the needs of its community. Simply put, the Father's House is already complying with the city's zoning ordinances. There is simply no basis in the zoning ordinances nor in any applicable building code which justifies the city's cease and desist letter. Cities violating both state and federal law by blocking the Father's House from fulfilling its religious mission. The ministry focuses on providing housing and support to men who want to escape drug addictions. The building being used a- in addition to the church was approved by the city in 1999 for quote institutional use. The city's zoning ordinance specifically permits residential living in the attached building owned by the church. Church officials asked city officials early in 2022 if they needed additional permits to provide housing in their already permitted facility and were told there were no additional requirements or conditions that had to be met. All right. Legal team explained. But recently, the city dispatched its demand that the ministry close. We have a letter to the city notes, quote, the city's cease and desist letter violates Tennessee law. Because the city is substantially and fairly burdening the church's free exercise of religion. Tennessee Religious Freedom Restoration Act, also known as the TRFRA, prohibits any governmental entity in the state from substantially burdening the free exercise of religion unless it can demonstrate that A. The evocation of the burden is essential to furthering a compelling governmental interest, although there is no c- governmental interest clause in the first amendment you you need to know that so that's that's bogus but anyway um to furthering a compelling governmental interest and b is uh is accomplished in the least restrictive means of furthering that compelling governmental interest although again there is no compelling governmental interest clause in your in your bill of rights okay just understand that that's that's all that's that's bs it's make-believe TRFRA defines a substantial burden to include any government action that inhibits or curtails religious-motivated practice. Here the city is clearly burdening the church's religious conduct because it has ordered the church to cease operating a religious ministry to help men escape the trappings of drug addiction. Thus, the city must prove both that its actions are furthering a compelling governmental interest, again, which is really no such thing okay there's no there's no government interest clause in your constitution a, the, the bill of rights doesn't say you know you got these rights except for when the government thinks their rights are bigger than yours and they need you to put your your rights in the desk drawer and go away then the government's going to kind of you know squash your rights no that's not your constitution They're just the opposite is actually in there uh that the burden it is imposing uh, is a least restrictive means of achieving that interest anyway uh, the letter also notes that the city's demands violate the First Amendment and are thus uh, an unconstitutional exercise of governmental authority. Yeah, that's that's true. Here, the city's treatment of the church is not neutral because it is singling out the church for disparate treatment. To our knowledge, the city is not applying uh, zoning laws and building codes in this arbitrary manner to any other non-religious entities, the lawyers wrote. Finally, the city's action violates the Federal Religious Land Use and Institutional Persons Act, which specifies the process for imposing a land use regulation any manner that uh, substantially burdens a religious practice. All right. Got all that? All right. It's happening in Tennessee. They just don't like those men being helped. By golly, don't help those men. I suspect, I don't know, but my, my, I suspect there's somebody there on city council who doesn't particularly like men too much and thinks that the church is being a little discriminatory in helping these men. They should be helping women just as equally, or maybe, uh, maybe they do have some women's ministry. I don't know. But that—that's not being emphasized enough. And these, these men, and he's, and he's trying to see these men running around here, and trying to help all these men. What about us women? So it's probably some uh, some snot like that that's got uh, uh, got their knickers in a knot. That is that is probably upset about this, and or somebody somewhere has complained. You know the the always anonymous atheist. Something that has gone on. <clears throat> this didn't happen in a vacuum. Something has gone on to uh, compel the city to go ahead and. Pick on this church and try to shut this thing down, because uh, how dare they help men? That's just that's being sexist. It's being uh, it, it, well, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's all that toxic masculinity stuff, right? It's, so, so there's some woke person somewhere that has ensconced themselves into the city government or city council or complained loud enough that it scared them that they said, "Well, okay, we shut this thing down." I, I would just about guarantee it. I would just about guarantee it. in Tennessee, little town in Tennessee, not one of your bigger cities where you would expect that sort of thing, which means this stuff is a virus. It has permeated everything. I've been warning that anti-Christian bigotry is on the rise and it's everywhere, gang, even in the Bible Belt. Got to go. Be sure to check out the websites, ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or .com. Be sure to take care of yourselves and those that you love. Remember, God is love. See you next time.
3: plus.